Bonjour, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Spiegel Network. I'm actually recording Table for Two in Rouen, France. I'm probably saying it wrong because I've got the worst French, French accent being Australian. Rouen? Am I saying it right? Rouen. 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 Everyone's going to try Rouen. Everyone say it with me. Rouen. Um, Rouen. We're right here on the Nachum Spiegel Network. I've been very privileged and blessed to be joining David Lawrence, David Krauss, um, Chef, um, Chef, Sir. Chef, Chef Malcolm, Chef Malcolm, his last name, Green, Green, Shelf Malcolm. That's not a hard name. <laughs> I didn't know One his syllable. last name. Malcolm Green as, uh, as part of the Kosher River Cruise. We are having a blast. We are going from Paris up to La Havre. La Havre. And back. And back up to the Normandy area, we're going to. Well, we technically are. In we Normandy are in Normandy. Area. We're in we the capital of Paris. We're in the capital of Paris. There you go. And we're going to have a great show. Let's start off the intro, as we always do. I wish I could do it in French, but I can say only bonjour. Oh, merci beaucoup. Uh, I'm Yemi Nachman, and um, I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a uh, personal chef, a cookbook author. My business is called The Aussie Gourmet. I travel around the world eating and sharing my love of food. And I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, crochet food traveling, great recipes and food ideas. I'd like to thank our sponsors Tuscanini and Hadar for their pickle chips and their incredible tuna snacks that I've been taking with me on my tour of France. Thank you so much for being such a great sponsor. But right now, as I said, we are um, a, um, part of the team, the crew, literally a crew, on a river cruise. Um, I've been invited uh, by Kosher River Cruises to do cooking classes, Instagramming, and really just having a blast over here. And eating. And eating, non-stop eating from the moment I arrived job. in France. That's my job. As you can see in my notes, I cook. I, I like to cook, but I love to eat and buy food all the time. And it's better when someone does it and for it's you. better when someone cooks it, cleans it, serves you. That is the best way to eat, right, everyone? Um, so I, I, thought, I spoke to Nahum. Siegel, the boss man, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and I said, told him what was happening. I said, well, wouldn't it be amazing to record a show um, and play it later on in the summer, um, live from recording it from the cruise? You know, I, I don't want to, I could just do a call in with David. We've done a call in before, but I thought that atmosphere would be incredible um, to do it right here in the dining room, air of Shabbos. Everyone is listening to some. Great lectures upstairs, but we snuck away for an hour to do the show. So let's welcome our first guest, David Lawrence. Hello. Who's brainchild. This is your brainchild, uh, right? Among a bunch of us got together and thought this would be kind of a, a, a new, exciting way to do kosher travel. Right. So let's talk about how you got into this. So um, our company was doing, we, do, we did land tours for about 20 years. Um, and land tours are, are interesting. It's hard to keep the same quality of food going from place to place to place, whether it's you're going to a different restaurant or there's a truck even following you for some of the more adventure places. Um, so we decided like, how can we keep a high quality of, 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 of food service, of service, of touring? And also the thing about river boating is that you unpack once. And unlike a large cruise ship where you might have a kosher cruise where you basically see everybody for dinner and davening, and the rest of the time you were with 6,000 other people doing whatever you're doing, here we're creating a community on board that is touring, eating, and sailing all together. Right. So I, th that was actually my next question was, 
what is the difference between a river boat and uh, those big ocean liners? So on a big ship, it's basically 6,000 people and you have multiple dining rooms and there's dinner and there's gambling. There's so many things going on, almost like a large city at sea. And you're just part of that large city. And you're a small part of that group in a large city. Here with river boating, we just take 100 guests and we travel together in a group atmosphere where everyone's kosher. We have a shul on site. Everything is kosher. And entire, the entire the, ship is the, kosher. Our entire boat ship is kosher. It's, exactly. We have a shul on site. We dive in in the morning. Um, oh, we dive in when we dive in, but we dive in together. And then even during Shabbos, which makes it so unique, is where we are almost this family creation. Right. Um, if you're... If built a shtetl here not a big city actually we just actually purchased uh a, a our, our first separatora a krc separatora really because it was time to get our own Mazel tov. yeah so we're that is the christening voyage of our uh, pardon, the pun. pardon the pun <laughs> our motion um beautiful that's very nice where does this torah live um it lives upstairs right now and then um otherwise its home is in israel where Malcolm Green is, who's the principal of the company, his brainchild, he started. So we took going back to Malcolm, he started cruising and his idea was to do it on the large ships. Um, right. And he started, I think with Orient Lines, probably 20 something years, you know, 20 something years ago. And it was the same thing, it was a small group as part of a, a larger voyage and he would do the food. And so we, you know, Malcolm and, and, and myself and some of the others got together and said, wouldn't this be a great idea if we could take your idea and just do it on a ship and just do it for us on, us on an all kosher ship. Um, and, and it's not just that, it's that the places that we're going to this particular trip is, it's not just going on a trip and just doing tours that everybody else does. Our right. tours are specifically developed. And I think you're going to have David Krause talking about it, who's our European director. And, and, and the tours are his brainchild. We're putting together you know, unique Jewish experience. So yeah, we're in Rouen today. First part of the tour was a general tour of Rouen. And the second part of the tour was the Jewish part. And we actually just went, came back from the shul where we met with the, uh, the chief rabbi here and really yeah. makes it a unique experience. And then again, people on this tour, they're going to be doing some World War One sites some World War II sites. But, you know, we have years of research that, that David and the crew has done to put together a unique Jewish aspect to World War One and World War II. Um, and, and with that is something that we create, it's our content and it means so much more because it has that Jewish twist to it. We're meeting with Jewish servicemen. We're learning about, you know, Jewish soldiers, us, Jewish soldiers, German, Jewish so, uh, soldiers during world war one and, and world war two, we're going to be in Normandy doing a wreath laying ceremony there and I'm talking about, you know, we're, we're even with the Benjamin project is identifying, um, Jewish graves. Uh, identifying graves that have a Latin cross where Jews were buried there and, and were part of working. You know, we're going to identify those where they've now taken the Latin cross and, and made it a, a mother. What happened there? How did that end up? How did that happen? David knows a lot about that. He'd be, we're going to talk yeah, to Yeah, great to talk Ralph to David. Yes. He's, he's the expert. I'm, I'm going to leave it to him. So we created this, again, this atmosphere. And some of your other guests that you're going to have gonna, who've been on our other cruises are going to talk about that, that unique atmosphere. And I think what, what I love about Shabbos is that everybody comes together. Oh, it's so right. wonderful. Now, let's just talk about for a minute it's friday afternoon when we, we are recording this i'm going to give you the date it is july 8th, 8th. 8th. um that means shabbat is going to come in real 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 candle lighting but we're going to bring in shabbos early it's like 10 something shabbos is going out tomorrow night at 11 10 around yes around i'm gonna go I'm from, <laughs> out, out of my mind i'm from seattle so <laughs> Malaka is going to be breakfast. 
I'm from Seattle, so so I'm used to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be, a, we're going to have pizza at midnight. You may have a six meal Shabbos. A six meal Shabbos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. We're going, we are going to be joined by a rabbi. Yes. Fisher in just a little bit. Who's the mashkia. Yeah. Just to talk, you know, just to do what we do takes about 22 staff. And we have our own additional chefs that have, we have our, our, our mashkia, we have our mashkichem, um, our tour leaders, our tour directors, our guy, I mean, everything that we need to do this, that we might have a boat that holds 140 people, but you got to remember that 22 of us are staff just to make this happen. Right. It's and not- it's also really interesting to talk about the kitchen is that you take already in a small kitchen and you make it smaller. Right. <laughs> I mean, me. right. You should be surprised. Like, you'd be surprised. Like some of the big restaurants are have small kitchens. So get alone on a small riverboat. And when I say small, they're like, 150 people on this boat like it's exactly oh, and we're sleeping here you know um gotta say my room is lovely it's not the hugest room i've ever been in but i know i'm on a cruise the boats they can only be so very good. nice you know i've got a lot of clothes and they all fit very nice yeah, they're pretty amazing nothing how they fit all squishes and my stuff is not squished i went shopping this afternoon in rouen we want some more more clothes um and everything fit really nicely so um it's it's great. The beds are just so they fit in the room. And then your suitcases go right under the bed. They think of everything. Oh yeah, every, every nook and cranny. Um, okay, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the food um, with Rabbi Fleischer and how Fisher. 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 I said right before. We that. have Fleisch in the meal. Right, that's, that's what I meant. Yes, the Fleisch with Rabbi Fisher. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Malcolm, I wanted Malcolm to join, but. You cannot pull a chef out of the kitchen air of Shabbos. Like, that's just too difficult. So we're going to have Malcolm another time Cooking on the show. six meals before 6 o'clock. Right. Before. So I have I have Rabbi Fisher that's going to be joining us. But let's, let's bring David into sure. the conversation. We're just going to switch around, but don't go anywhere because you can definitely pipe in on the conversation. You can't you can't move around too much. Avrami. Hi, Avrami. He's engineering us today. He's the, they're in America. Usually Avrami lives in Israel, but he's visiting America. He's the engineer to the show and he's going to make sure we sound good. He said, just make sure we don't move around too much. So hi, David Krause. How are you? Hi. Good, good. I'm very glad to be interviewing you right here on the ship, on the Seine River. Dreams come true for me. So thanks for having me. Thank Tell you. us what you do. So I'm the European director of Social River Cruises and, uh, my job pretty much is to make sure that we maximize the experience for every guest uh, in terms of uh, the touring, in terms of connecting with the local Jewish communities, with the local Jewish heritage, uh, that we really uh, see everything that there is to be seen uh, for a meaningful Jewish kosher trip. Amazing. So how did you end up hooking up with David Lawrence? They're both Davids. It's very confusing. Yeah, we've been doing this for 10 years the now. Davids. The Davids. The Davids, yes. That's and, what they uh, call them here, the Davids. I, I, I was there from the beginning, actually. Uh, first Mal- Malcolm and David uh, contacted me in Prague. This is where I live. I'm from Prague. I'm you a, hear I'm his a, accent? I'm an old Prager. I'm a, I'm a Prague boy. And, uh, you hear that little accent. They, they, a little accent, yeah. Uh, and they uh, they contacted me and they said you're the best. You, we've heard that you, you we do learned this you were the best. We didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. You you guys have to tell me. You're still yes, here. Yes, yes, you're right <laughs> here. And uh, pretty much a little bit about my background. I grew up in the 
Prague Jewish community. I work in the Jewish Museum of Prague and I've been running tours also like David said, uh, land tours for many, many years, almost two decades now. And um, I'm a historian, so I, I deal with, with a lot of in-depth Jewish history, especially the Jewish history. So uh, we, we started off uh, with the Danube because that's my you know, home, home area. Yeah. Uh, Prague, uh, Budapest, Vienna, Bratislava. Uh, the, what they call the golden triangle oh. and then eventually we started expanding expanding and uh, you know living in Prague it's fairly small Jewish community so we'll talk me, about a little bit more I want to pump you for information that, 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 that means that you know you you are automatically in touch with other communities in the European diaspora so so that's pretty much what I do this is what I believe in and I'm so grateful that I can be doing this on board of the KRC uh, because essentially like David said you know we're, we're creating a a floating community and this community goes from town to town to town connecting with other local jewish communities and therefore we're strengthening uh, the, the jewish times I, I love that i uh, i've been to prague i've been very blessed i know your friend michaela who was our tour guide when we went in 2017 it was beautiful prague is one of the most beautiful european cities or just cities in the it's world beautiful really 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 beautiful um and has a very rich jewish history sadly after world war ii there was not much left um but there is still a community tell me about the restaurants uh we have a couple of restaurants What's the one i've eaten at all of them i'm just saying but yeah. I'm, I'm pumping him and uh, <laughs> yeah um it's all in the historical Jewish quarter, which is like one of the most visited places in the city. Uh, nowadays, it's one of the best address, obviously, uh, because old like town, right? The, old the, town. The, the Jewish town, which was part of the old town from the 13th to the 19th century. This was a like speaking uh, on, a, on, a, on a food parallel. Uh, I always compared it to a kinder egg. It was like, you know, surrounded by the old town and it was a town within a town where the Jews lived. And when Jews were... Uh, were given basic civil rights, they meant that they could move out and they, they spread out throughout the area. So Prague really is uh, inside out a Jewish city, especially culturally. Religiously, not that much is left. Baruch Hashem, we have a uh, functioning community with a couple thousand strong. Uh, but cultural, culturally, it's, uh, also Prague is, like you said, it's beautiful. It's a living museum of architecture with all different styles of architecture. It's really worth visiting. And we have one of the best and oldest and largest Jewish museums there. Yes, it is beautiful. Uh, we, it's an easy vacation because you can stay right. We say that the Hilton in Old Town, we use points um, and we save up two or three nights. We, we walked around. Everything's by foot. We did take a side tour to Trezen, mm -hmm. to the camp. Um, it was my first and only time I've been to any sort of camp. I'd never done the Poland trips. Um and we just ate at all the different restaurants. It was incredible how much, rest, how many different, King Solomon. King Solomon. Uh, <laughs> two kabats. There's, uh, there's two kabats, milking and fleshig. Uh, there is, of course, the, the eatery, which is the oldest, historically oldest culture restaurant in the city, Shalom, which is right in the way when, when you go for, for Shabbos and you want to dive in with the community, then they will take you there. And then you get to meet also, you know, the local Jewish community, which is also very interesting experience. Uh, and there, there's a, there's a couple more. There's there's an Israeli place. Uh, there now there's there's more. Uh, you were there 2017, you said. So yeah. 
Yeah. Some, Did some, everything survive Corona? Uh, okay. Some something shut down, here. and most most of it most most of it survived Corona. And okay. Also, we have a cultural hotel. We are the only Central European city uh, from from really? those yes, from those cities that I named uh, that has a full fledged kosher hotel called King David, where they even have a mikvah. Not that only they they have an operating minyan and a shul and and, and Shabbos elevator and everything, but they also have a mikvah. That is amazing. That is. That is amazing. I know, I know, right? We're sitting on a cruise. There's a mikvah out there too. <laughs> Someone just pointed it out. Thank you, Rabbi Fisher. Um, okay, so if people do want to contact you to do a tour inside of Prague to see Prague, when would a when would be a good time to come? And then B, how can they contact you? Anytime, and uh, yeah, just uh, contact me through Kosher Cruises. Kosher Cruises. Send David an email. David. Krauss an email you could send it to david lawrence who will also answer you by telling you to either give. or we're we're like twins they're yeah. like twins they're like twins. i can see it <laughs> okay amazing well thank you so much for uh sitting with me here today anything you want to share or let us know what what's an upcoming cruise that we can see and talk about uh we are best going to do a cruise uh in uh the venetian lagoon in venice we're seeing uh you're in- gonna be on that excuse me <laughs> it was a loaded question some of my questions are loaded david if you want to come david lawrence if you want to tell about it a little bit okay you, i mean i was gonna say can scooch up but they're, sw- they're switching seats again because we've got to sit just there's, there's only the two seats on the boat it's very difficult <laughs> that's the drawback that there's only two, two ready- seats on the entire ship. Yeah, just one's for Naomi Nachman's radio show and her guest. And the second one is for the guest. Okay. Um, what's, what can we see next in the... Uh, so we're going to be doing uh, the Venetian Lagoon and the Po River. And uh, this is, again, one of David's brainchilds because David, I believe, has lived in Venice for a few years. So this is one of his uh, stomping grounds. I'm so excited um, for that cruise. <laughs> and, and something, you know, people might have been to Venice, right? I, I, I've been there numerous times. Yeah. And what makes this so unique is that, I mean, I could spend, as David did, years in Venice. But it's not just Venice. We're there for one day. And then we head out and we're doing. And the, and in Venice, you know, you can have a hotel, but you got to walk and take. You know, the boat is bringing us everywhere to the different sides and the different areas of Venice for one day and the rest of the time we'll be traveling the lagoon and going up the Po River. What? We'll be doing... I didn't know that. What's the Po River? The Po River is the, uh, it's the river? The That's main that... Italian rivers. The main Italian rivers? One of the main Italian rivers Ma- in the one north. Of... Okay. Right. One of, okay. And that's I did where not Bologna, that. right? That's I thought close. we're just going around. We're going around the lagoon. Sometimes, depending on water levels and all that that good stuff, you know, we like to enter the Po River, go up a little bit. But we'll see what happens at that time right. of the year. Really, how Shem is going to make the itinerary like everything in life, right? Like he makes it. We can, you know, mantra God last, yep. you know, in Yiddish, man plans God last. Right. The idea is to go up the Po River. I would say sometimes the boat goes up. In general, sometimes it doesn't, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect our itinerary in any way. So then we're just going to the far side of the lagoon where we'll be doing Bologna, Ferrara, uh, Padua, um, oh, big Lido, Jewish history in Padua, Murano, Burano, and Venice. So we're seeing a ton of places. And again, all these places have strong Jewish communities, had strong Jewish communities, which I learned from David uh, and from being you know, on the program. And just to give you an idea, you know, doing Venice, I guess we've made between all of us four trips and david's going to make his next trip in about a month the fifth trip to make sure everything is in place ah uh, rabbi yeah. wants to go too so rabbi doesn't go yet he goes with everybody up <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I 
I'll come with you if you need me to help. Right. (laughs) But this is how much work goes into what we do. It's not just buying someone else's product and sticking in a couple of Jewish interest sites. I mean, we meet with the Jewish communities, which we're going to be doing in, in, in Ferrara and in Padua and in Venice. And sitting down with them like we did today with the chief rabbi here. That in, was fantastic. In and I was just and little, Mincha in my, their, their my husband Davin Mincha from the Ahmed. I took a photo between right before he started, and I was like, oh, and I sent it to the kids. I was davening in in um, from the Ahmed. But, but that's what makes memories. I mean, I remember davening in the in the synagogue in Belmonte where mm-hmm. where um, Linda was with us. Uh, my um, friend Linda is sitting with us. She's a little bit off camera. So She's beautiful. waving. Yeah, and and and. Can, can we can we pull Malcolm in for like now he's giving me the no give me a wave at least thank you Malcolm it's before Shabbos don't even it's look at him before Shabbos we love him we love him food is delicious we're having a blast okay hope you heard that <laughs> so so going into Venice it's something really special we're going this beautiful boat it, it looks like an old Venetian a brand new uh, Which one? ship the, 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 uh, the, the Venice the, the Venice boat um, with Uniworld which is one of the premier riverboat companies that are that's out there is there a swimming pool on that boat this one does not have a this one does not have a swimming does pool it every boat's different unique about it it's done in sort of like you're, you're in like this medici like old venetian uh the artwork is incredible it looks it's like modern, it looks, but it's, it's a modern museum okay i it's, like it, that it's so strange it, it's just the most a lot of these riverboats are modern like this one which some have you know pools in the back this is actually a slightly smaller ship, so it's unique. Only a couple of cabins left. Um, Yay! It has a little. You know, we're taking slightly less people because it is a smaller ship because tell it has them, to go. Tell them, tell them that um, I'm coming. And oh, Naomi's coming. Well, Naomi was originally coming as your first cruise, but we decided yeah. to bring Naomi here also because um, I think she's going to be a wonderful part of the team from <gasps> now on. So, so we can expect her on a, a whole bunch of cruises. I'm very excited. I love. What's to- the next thing you're cooking? Um, we did crepe Suzette. We did crepe Suzette, uh, but they wouldn't let me light it on fire because <laughs> you're, not allowed a, you're not allowed to have fire on a boat in ever. Um, and, and, you don't and want to fire in a house either. But. We have special accommodations for candle lighting. We have, yep. With a guard and a fire extinguisher. Right, we light right, candles yeah, on the top. So we're talk lighting. About can- I don't know if they heard that. You want to repeat well, that? We light candles. We have to get permission from the. We have to get permission from. From the rabbi. And from the captain. From the captain. From the rabbi. And the rabbi. From the rabbi. Right, everything. We, so we have permission from the uh, the captain that to actually light a flame on board has to be on the top deck. There will be fire extinguishers and two buckets of water and guards posted just in case to light 50 tea lights. There you go. <laughs> um, so there was no way they were going to let me flambe some orange liqueur crepes. So and that- I didn't, I, about Venice too, is actually this particular ship is why I'm so excited that you're coming in. I mean, it has a demo kitchen a professional demo kitchen with pasta making and pasta stations we are going to be you will be joining whoever comes gets to actually make pasta it's not me demoing it's getting everyone involved i think we're going to have a perfect place for some competition too because you actually have two of everything yeah we want to have it we want to have a chopped competition it's a perfect place we want a chopped competition on the boat so yeah let's see how that's going to go yeah you actually see the only ship i've ever seen that has its own demo completely I'm like so pumped. Full, for full that. demo kitchen. I'm so we so were. Pumped. Okay. He's Rabbi Ziggy, how am I going to cash in the pasta stations? But Oh, it's just another room. Just another we, challenge. Just another challenge. We I'm going to talk anything. to Rabbi Fisher in just okay. a couple of oh. minutes. Um, any other cruises that we need to talk about? Oh, um, well, it's it's going to be launched. So we're, we're, we've done big cruises, we've done 
river boating. One's coming up for next year are our, um, so we have the Venice Lagoon and then starting next year and then Vietnam and Cambodia going up the Mekong, something truly unique. I can sleep in a, in a shoebox in the corner under the table. That, this is an all suite ship. It's beautiful. We only take 50 people. We only have about two cabins left, which is great. Um, and what's unique about this is that you're really going to a place that has no roads. So you're really getting a true cultural experience. It's not just going to Saigon or Hanoi. We with have tons, ox carts. Right? And we have ox, yeah, riding ox carts. I'll follow behind. Um, I've done that. You know, and, and really meeting with the local community um, who are just wonderful, warm people, the Vietnamese and the, uh, and, and the Cambodians. Um, finishing yeah, in Sien Reap. Beautiful people. Yeah. Beautiful people. Finishing in Sien Reap which is up north, you know, Angkor Wat, Angkor Tom, Tom Prom, um, for a 11-day experience. And at the end of that cruise, we actually take over an entire hotel, resort hotel. Are you doing our, it in the end? In the, yeah, we actually take over the whole hotel for about three days. Oh, because you were talking about we're, it. We were talking about doing it. Yeah, we actually did it. It's after COVID. Nobody knows what's going on with travel, but we're full on. I think we went from with, with this boat. Um, two months ago, we had 72 people. Eight, six weeks ago, we had 72 people, and now we're finishing with about 100. That's amazing. Yeah, in about Yay. six, seven weeks. So everyone's excited to get out and start traveling yeah, again. Yeah. And then the following year, I think we, oh, and then after that, the next year, we have um, Amsterdam, we have the Netherlands, which is um, Holland and Belgium. Um, and then again, back to France. We do be back to France again on the Rhone, southern France, which is Arles, Avignon, um, um, Lyon, and this is another specialty that David Krauss, and this is going to be our fourth cruise on the Rhone, has put together meeting with these, you know, ancient Jewish communities I once again. Um, and, and special, nobody knows about it yet. We've actually taken over a mega yacht um, to do, right, to, to, uh, which is going to be Panama and Costa Rica. And what's unique about this, it's Western Panama, where it's not, you know, the canal is interesting, but what's unique about this is we're going to these really incredible natural geological phenomena filled with wildlife, the Darien Islands, going to Corcovado, going to um, the Osa Peninsula, which is really wild Costa Rica, not your regular, you know, I'm in, San I'm Jose. In. So, okay. So, and <laughs> so, we have a beautiful so picture. We'll show, show you a boat, but it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to see if you can see that's that gonna ship. That's going to be the ship. That's going to be the ship. Thank you to right. our lovely executive be, assistant. Uh, <laughs> A hundred, a hundred people, just for a hundred people again, like our river cruise. But this is going to be something we plan to do once a year again. Is uh, a partnership we have with the cruise line taking over in a different part of the world every year. Okay, I love it. I love it. That sounds awesome. Malcolm's dream. <laughs> Thank you so much, David and David, for joining me now at table for two. Now we're going to switch over to Rabbi Fisher. You can call me not David. Not, not David is yes. going to be joining us because. On this cruise, we're also very lucky to have Rabbi Cap uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Ernst Captain. Elson, Captain U.S. Navy, is going to be joining us. He's joining us as part of the heritage that we're. Uh, he's going to be coming down in about ten minutes, okay. but we we'll, we're going to keep going. Before. I'm not enlisting. I don't care. <laughs> I'd like to say Yitz has been with us since the beginning. He is part of this team. He's part of this, so we can make it. I don't know. If, I don't know if they can hear you. Uh, you've got oh, it, you've I'm got sorry. To... I'm the side. Yitz has been part of this part of this team from the beginning, and and the cautious is everything because without and, cautious, it's not a and it, and and making sure it's up to the highest standard, and even trying to find an all at the, the docking of an all Jewish boat during Shabbos, which Yitz will tell you about right. as well. So let, let's thank you so much, David Lawrence. <laughs> Welcome, oh. Rabbi Fisher. 
Um, thank you for coming on the show. It's my pleasure to be here, and it's my pleasure to be on the cruise, and uh, it's a great experience. Tell us about your background. How did you um, end up as a mashkiach on a cruise? I, I've been, you, I mean, my, where my do you father live? was a rav and a shaykhid, and I've been involved with Kashrut. I was involved with the Sheraton Inner Harbor Hotel in Baltimore for many years uh, with their special kosher kitchen. Um, it has been part of my background. It's not my career. I have a uh, a, a worldly career besides. Um, I did some cruises with Malcolm when he was doing some ocean cruises and this came up and uh, I said, I'll be glad to help. And I'm here helping. Um, I come on with the chickens, so to speak. I'm not on the boat beforehand and advanced stuff. However, I've been reviewing Malcolm's uh, menus for a little over a year now. The planning that goes into this to get the sourcing to to decide what we're getting, how we're getting it, how it's going to be there, it's a monumental task, uh, and it's a lot, a lot of work that goes into it to see that each and every meal is really a masterpiece. Whether you like meat or poultry or fish or vegan or vegetarian, you're catered to in a way that. Uh, gives us a lot of smiling people yes and, big uh, smiles last night's lamb was like it was like a whole uh what do you call a flock of can sheep you, can you tell that she's from australia uh, the way uh, she talked about the lamb that. was amazing it not only like was so much of it it was delicious beyond words i won't even talk about the time i saw the guy with the baby rack of lamb and 11 bones on his plate i, <laughs> I thought i was in the museum of natural history but that's another story. we call it dead dinosaur night dead dinosaur night. it really is the food is incredible um and as hard as the mushkichim work we have three mushkichim on the boat these are seasoned veterans uh young men married with children Musmachim as well. Um, we go the extra mile, and it's not me. Um, I must tell you that, that Kosher River Cruises considers our kashrut as an asset and part of the quality of what we offer, and they have never challenged anything I've asked for. Um, What's the craziest thing they've asked you for? It's not that they've asked me for. Sometimes this, the situations happen. Uh, right. Our first cruise, by chance, we were parked in Vienna for Shabbat. And it was a wonderful Shabbat. So the issue of Shabbat never came up in terms of sailing. Right. Uh, so let's just recap. When you're on a big ocean liner, you can't get off a boat. Off a before we even go there, when you're on a big ocean liner, you are a little cog in a great big machine. And under certain circumstances, you can sail on Shabbat without a problem. Right. We are the entire population of this vessel. We cannot sail on Shabbat. It was not an issue the first cruise. By chance, the second cruise, everything was planned out to include sailing on Shabbat and where we would dock, where we would go. And then we looked at it and he said, wait a minute, we're all kosher. We're all religious. We cannot sail on Shabbat. And I dropped this bombshell in David and Malcolm's lap, and they said, everybody sails on Shabbat. I said, we're not everybody. We are different. And they bit their lips, and they reached into their pockets, and they had to repay for different docking spaces and for different sailing schedules. 
And I'm sure I'm not even going to ask what it cost, but I know it was a boatload of money. Not in the pond. And they said very simply, if that's what we need to do to follow halacha and kashrut, that is what we Doesn't will do. Doesn't that make you feel good? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm and sitting here. Was, I'm sitting here. Like, the year that they put into this as well is like, that's so special. They're not looking for a loophole or an no, out or something. Not at all. I, and I have never I been that. challenged on anything we've asked well, for. I mean, I, I, you know, they look at me like I'm crazy when I'm investigating to see where the wheat came from for the bakery stuff that we're going to make to make sure our flour is yasha. Are these flowers yasha? Absolutely. There you go, everyone. You know, they really like We investigate wow. to see where it Very came impressive. from, when it's harvested, so to make sure. That that's what we have. Chol uh, of Yisrael, Yashan, Mahadrin, Glot. We go overboard because they want us to go overboard. Not unintended. I, want, I don't want to overboard. Pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> Again. And, and it's a pleasure to work with them. What's, now, we have challenges. Things was, pop next up. Next question. Biggest challenge. that you. I mean, the one you just mentioned was pretty big. Uh, In terms of Kashrut. But we have timing a big, to turn over. Yeah, right. So let's talk about that. Well, we we when I came on board at twelve o'clock on this past Wednesday, from time day of airing, we get um, the boat in advance. We have to cash. How far in advance you get the boat? Uh, Different cruises, different times. Let's talk about this one. This one we got it about uh, eight hours in advance for our first meeting. Right, and the cleaning starts usually the night before is when they start. Okay, so it was already docked here. Yeah. Yeah. And then they start cleaning, but what, right. yeah. Well, no, they should have done the cleaning before we got here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in terms of koshering, we have, we bring a lot, we, we brought a, a semi-trailer of equipment, uh, dishes, utensils, pots, and pans. So we have enough for our first meals with things that are brought that don't need to be koshered. We can't take a chance that there'll be a, a hitch in the koshering process. So we can get our first meals out without a problem. But we then go, we kosher all of our surfaces, all the utensils that we're going to use, things that are not going to be used or cannot be koshered are locked away. Uh, if I can step back, we also clear out their stores. On these big ocean liners that you talk about, the storage room is about the size of Costco's. You'll have 20,000 cases of soda, 10,000 cases of beer. It's a city. There's six, 7,000 people on this boat, and the kosher staff has to go find the kosher things that they want to bring to the meal. I don't know how you keep track of that. Um, yeah, all a of whole our boat, food, a whole all of the, is the staff is eating Mahadran Glad. What can I tell you? you know, <laughs> and they all say that this is the best food they've ever had oh, on board. Yeah. It, it's right. the staff. Yeah. That's great. Listen, the chef will come over to us, the chef that's from this, the crew of the ship. They'll say, you guys more use more vegetables in a day than we use in a week. Right. Now, there's a challenge there because we don't drink enough. And the ship and, and David and Malcolm have to pay for us to drink because they count on a certain income from right. the bar okay, as well. Right. You know, there's I, the I, expression the about the most bored person on a kosher river cruise is the bartender. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. As, as the story goes, the guy made a kiddish and shul and brought two bottles of whiskey and the whole shul drank one and had one still there. And the cleaning guy said to Rabbi, can I take it? He said, yeah, take it. Me, but anyway, you'll, 
get that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so we don't drink enough. We do drink and we do have wonderful. Yeah, I ordered finish. a cocktail downstairs. I never got it. I could have found out Let what me happened. Run and get that too. <laughs> um, we go through everything in the bar. We go through all the juices that are used. There's nothing that's available to be served by accident. Listen, you can be on an ocean cruise with 7,000 people. Your waiter is there to serve you. If you say, can I get a pat of butter for my potato? He'll bring it to you. I've right. seen it happen on ocean yeah. cruises. And he's not going to check this. Well, is this a meat meal or a milk meal? They are there to serve you and they will do it. And sometimes mistakes happen. We are, all the food on here is kosher. My biggest worry is whether a milchic spoon is going to be used to serve my vegetables cooking that will be used on a fleshic meal. Right. How many? Okay. And we have a mashkiach in there all the time. Yeah. How many mashkiachs did you bring with you? We have three mashkiachim on the boat. Okay. Okay. That is our standard. Um, our kitchen is not much larger than your kitchen at home. Oh, yeah. I just, I wanted it's to know. It's really that. not that big. And it's I've had very a peak compact. inside. <laughs> okay. It's very compact. There's a lot of people, but you go on these big cruise ships, your kitchen is the size of a football field with 30 chefs working in the same room. Amazing. And you got to keep track of who's doing what. And a storeroom is your closet. The size of a closet for your storeroom. Oh, for us, yeah. Right. But there, the storeroom is the size of Costco's. It's insane. Right. right. You know, and I got to worry about, so, you know, we have to be careful. We have to make sure that for our milchik meals, we have milchik ice cream. And for our fleshik meals, we have power of ice cream. And right. We got to watch this and we got to be careful and we got to check. And, you know, everybody knows of the tragedy in Israel with the wrong whipped cream that came out by accident. What? What happened? A lady got a lady died. When? And this was been about seven, eight months ago. I know she was about in 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 uh I'll tell you where it was in a minute. Um oh, that's terrible. Well, what happened was the, the restaurant, a fleshig restaurant, ran out of whipped cream. And I won't mention the city to make sure we don't get sued, but they ran out of whipped cream. They sent one of the waiters to go to the supermarket to get a can of whipped cream. By accident, he bought milliseed whipped cream. And she's allergic, definitely allergic and to dairy. she is terribly allergic to dairy. However, you know, in, in defense of the situation, she made a terrible mistake in that, A, she didn't have her EpiPen, as I understand. And B, she decided to drive herself to the hospital instead of calling an ambulance. And okay. that was a terrible tragedy. And it can always happen. Somebody can always by accident bring milk and we check and we look and we ask and we tell our passengers, right. we can make mistakes. If you see something that you want to question, question. I remember in our- We have our to train cruise, the crew that no, they cannot bring in, they cannot bring their McDonald's on board. That they, they might always take do. away their food. That they, they have food on the boat. That's it. it they're we feed food. the crew. Exactly. The so it's not, it's not just us, but you have another- and you We know, feed them well. We have a, yeah, I mean, we have, there's 130 of us, but there's another 40 people. So we basically have enough food for close to 200 people that we have to do in a kitchen, like you said, the size of a kitchen at home. And I have to watch that they're not cooking even our food for themselves, because then I'm going to have a problem with cashering my pots because of Bishawakum. Oh, so we have to make sure that it's 100% good for them so we don't run into problems. Uh, when we were on the Amazon, I remember I found some crackers, which made me crazy because on one side it said, you know, milchik whey products. And I'm saying, oh, my God, we can't serve this as Sudashli sheet because it's too earlier. 
And then on the other side, it's got a sticker on it from the local, uh, I won't say what Hasidic group it was, that says it's uh, Parv Mahadrin without a problem. So it's like, whoops. You know, no, you got to double check and you got to ask and you got to look. And uh, that's what our job is. We check and we look and we ask and we make sure we are giving our passengers what they want. And that's a good, wholesome, kosher cruise. And as you said, we have a safer Torah now. And when it's not on the boat, they did mention it will be in a yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael where it will be used when Beautiful. it's not out with us. And, Is uh, that the one my cousin just looked at? Said, yes. I, I, now we're, <laughs> we're name dropping. The, the, the Torah was recently purchased. I have the disc from the computer checking of the Safer. I have the written uh, guarantee from the Sofrim. But I figure I'm going to be in the middle of the river with a Safer Torah. If we have a problem, I'm not going to be able to fish a Sofer out of the water. So you're okay. So um, I happen to call a neighbor who is an excellent expert book correct whose name i won't mention you can say it because his sister's name listening is, but salel nachman, nachman Larry formerly graciously came to my house on sunday his we sister edie goldman is listening to the show Hello, edie goldman. hi edie and, hi salel and he sat with me and he went through the entire parsha and even part of bullock so we would know we will not run into any problems it, in this it's, situation. it's an amazing logistical project this from checking letters in a separate Torah to checking letters Every, right no I Good must one, tell right? you this is my Michigas I won't say that loud so the staff doesn't know it we check every vegetable and every fruit you don't have to check your oranges you don't have to check your bananas but I don't want anybody in the kitchen deciding what I need to check and what I don't need to check they know any fruit any vegetable goes to the mashkia before it goes to food. Amazing. That way, I don't have to worry about it. We have one cutting board, one station, one knife that is used for our onions and our garlic and our lemons and our and Keeping our leeks. Yeah. I have to keep it powered because once you dice an onion, you got a diced onion, you have no idea what its history is. Right. And that's it. And amazing. if a guy cuts an onion with something else, straight in the garbage, no questions. And we do everything we can to make it as simple for us to make it as perfect for you. Amazing. And uh, I will let uh, our next speaker tell you if it tastes good or not. <laughs> Rabbi Fisher, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you in Hashmonim. Okay, or Hashmonim. Israel, or and on the next I'll, cruise. I may even take you to the, to the yeshiva where the Torah is. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm always By the way, adventure. I named the Torah the Melech David Torah. Because you know we have Davids, but Malcolm's Hebrew name is Melech, so it's Melech David. Oh, that's named so funny! I love Malcolm that. Thank you so much. I'll let you mother. get back to the kitchen. Really, thank you so much, Rabbi Fisher, for I got joining us. Guy in the kitchen. He's, he, he's got a he's got a great crew. He really does. Uh, with me now, my my computer died. Um, I couldn't find a way to plug it in over here, so my notes. Um, but I have Rabbi Irv Elson, Captain. Of the U.S. Navy. Welcome. How thank are you? you. Thank you. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. And I do want to follow up. I, can, I can't vouch for the kashras, but I can vouch for the taste of all the food. 
that we've had has just been absolutely fantastic. It's been amazing. It right? really has. The food and the quality of the lectures and just everything. E everything has just been. Ship, the people. Everything. So Rabbi Elson uh, is a captain of the U.S. Navy. He's now retired. That is correct. He, uh, there's a bit of hustle and bustle going on here. I hope we're not disturbing. Uh, I hope you can hear our recording. Um, he is joined this uh, crew, mm -hmm. like I have joined. Um, it is a special uh, tour of Normandy, and it's a tribute to the American soldiers or the Jewish soldiers that came to fight in World War One and World War Two, and they thought it would be a really good time to bring in Rabbi Elson. Um, tell us about, I, I'm going to just give him one question and he's just going to go because he's go. amazing. <laughs> By the way, he has the most beautiful voice for radio. He has Thank such you. a great Thank voice. You. All right, take it away. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say that I have a face for radio, just a voice for <laughs> a radio. Voice. Well, we, we do have a, we are recording Oh, we do have video. Oh, we no. do have video. <laughs> He's handsome in his purple shirt. Thank you. And we do have a, uh, we, we have a um, an audio visual as well. We hope that a, the or, uh, the visual will record as well. Wonderful. Okay, Wonderful. so. Thank you. Well, uh, tell us about your background. Thank you. A, a pleasure to be here. And uh, I, uh, I, I come to you from the uh, JWB. Jewish Chaplains Council, where the uh, uh, organization of the American Jewish community that represents the American Jewish community to the Department of Defense. And, Which uh, means? Well, it, it, it means a lot of things, but uh, what it means is that uh, we have a hand in uh, uh, selecting, training, and supporting Jewish military chaplains in the U.S. Armed Forces. Incredible. Absolutely. It, it's, uh, it, it really is. Uh, a lot of people don't know that uh, we have about uh, 10,000 Jews in the U.S. military, uh, plus another 15,000 family members. Uh, we, we, we don't talk a lot about family members, but, but we uh, should. But we, we, should. we absolutely should. Uh, there's, a, there's a wonderful uh, poem by Milton that says, those that sit and wait, they also serve. So uh, the JWB like Jewish Chaplains Council, we're very proud that we support not only the service members and we support the rabbis that take care of them, but we also support their family members. Incredible. So you went to Yeshiva University. I went to Yeshiva University. Uh, well, born and raised in Mexico, which is a, it's a long story for that is so perhaps cool. for, uh, I didn't for, think for I a that. different okay. time. And uh, went to uh, went to YU, and then I went to uh, Jewish Theological Seminary, where I got ordained. And uh, two weeks after ordination, I was already on a plane with my wife to serve as a chaplain with the Marines in Okinawa, Japan. And uh, we uh, originally came in just for three years to get a little experience, get a little adventure. And uh, 35 years later, they finally uh, <laughs> said it was time time to retire. How'd you go? Right, right. You, you still see the claw marks on my desk as yeah. they drag me out. But, um, and uh, I, uh, I was very, very, very fortunate then to be called, if you will, to, to this job. Uh, so I'm uh, no longer a military chaplain, but now I get to support military chaplains. That's incredible. Let's talk a little bit about your career. Sure. Uh, you served in many great countries and bases. Um, I believe that Italy, Japan, right. we, we started out Carolinas. in, in Okinawa, Okinawa, Japan, and then we served in Charleston, South Carolina, and then uh, Naples, Italy. 
uh, where it was my family was in Naples. I was on a ship uh, that used to pull into Naples every once in a while. Right. And then uh, Newport, Rhode Island, uh, and then at the Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. What were the bigger... I should have your wife on the show. You really should. We're going to do a show that's oh, the three of us. She, she has the, better stories than I do. Right, please. I would imagine, like, what were the biggest challenges of keeping kosher? It's not even a yes. military question. Right, right. Of keeping kosher in Okinawa, Japan in 19... Uh, it was uh, 87 to 90. There you go. Right. So uh, it, it was a good... It was a bad news, good news story. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, a lot of the, 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 the bad news is that uh, the, the number... So, you know, military bases have a commissary, mm-hmm. which is like the supermarket, mm-hmm. but uh, very limited. So um, in those days, the number of... Uh, Kosher products in the commissary was very limited. Um, the good news is that Okinawa was a wonderful tropical island, and so lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, and of course, lots of fish. Lots um, of fish. Okay. But uh, the the one uh, the the one funny story that we have about Okinawa is that uh, two rabbis prior to me um, had bought um, eight hundred pounds of kosher chicken. There were whole chickens. And uh, he asked the commissary, just hold them for you in our freezers. And so he would buy them, you know, a couple at a time. And so then the next rabbi, they, they transferred the chickens to him. And so by the time we got to Okinawa, there was, I don't know, maybe 400 pounds of kosher chicken that we could buy. So that was our special treat for Shabbat, that we could yeah, buy chicken. a kosher chicken. So uh, interesting. And, and as a matter of fact, you, you'll appreciate this. My sister uh, might be on. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Annie. Um, she sent us a book called 365 Ways to Prepare Chicken. So uh, oh, that, that took us through the year. But uh, it's uh, on the one hand, you're, you're very torn because on the one hand, you know, it's a challenge uh, to find kosher food. On the other hand, you really want to delve into the culture and, right. and so on. So you find you find that balance. Um, and uh, we were very lucky. Like like you said, I really married Ignatius Kyle. Your wife uh, is wonderful. She she really is, and everywhere we've been, she's been able to, uh, um, uh, you know, manage keep, manage and, and uh, keep a kosher home and, and strike that balance. One other funny uh, story is that um, we uh, uh, the 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 military um, uh, obviously they they move us right from location to location and. Uh, but according to your rank, you're only allowed certain weight for your household goods to move. Okay. So we were, you know, junior officers when we first came in, and the movers would come, and we had six sets of dishes, <laughs> right? We had the milk inflation, and then Pesach milk inflation, and then the nice milk inflation, uh, the, the nice. And uh, they, they they said, "What? What do you? This is crazy! You know, your whole weight is going to be dishes." So thank God the military has a rule that says your professional equipment does not count against your weight so that's your professional so equipment. All, 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 all our dishes and all my safari were professional equipment so oh that's amazing we to get around <laughs> that, that is a great story yes but that's uh movers hate us all the military movers hate us because they walk in and and they see the dishes and uh they, like, and, uh, and pots and pans too right, so, pots and pans, uh, i said of everything i said of everything right yes, yes, it's funny so, yeah yes. i mean i i spent i spent some time with michael and sarah bram mm-hmm. i don't remember what michael's current rank is anymore yeah he's a lieutenant he's, he's a lieutenant colonel right now he's had a lot of promotion since i yes, met yes, him. Big shout out and, to you, Michael. Uh, yes and uh, i hope he continues to uh be successful s- s- serve in the air force and uh and continue getting yeah they promoted. took us around the air base 
um, yes, in Alaska, you in said. Alaska, yes, yes. I left my pocketbook there, <laughs> and it was very hard to get back. Um, yeah. Right. Um, okay, so um, we spoke about keeping cushion in, in the in the military housing. Yes. Let's talk about what it's like for soldiers, and I feel like we could probably have a two-hour interview. We, and I'd love to have you back on the show, but you know, and anytime. Thank you. Yes. So. Um, again, it's uh, it's a challenge, and uh, it's a challenge at, at a lot of different levels. So, at the most basic level, you know, one of the basic principles of the military is that everybody is the same, right? So everybody looks the same, same clothes. Everybody has the same glasses. Everybody walks. Really, walks same the, glasses? Yes. Um, you have you have, see, to have I, the same eyeglasses. Uh, well, the same frames, right? Everybody well, has the same frames. Same frames. Everybody has the same frames. You cannot have. Any individuality. This, this is actually in, in boot camp, right? In, in the beginning, but uh, and uh, and look, everybody uh, walks and marches together, and, and so on. And therefore, the principle is that uh, everybody eats the same, everybody has the same food, everybody has to go through the through the mess hall the same way. Um, and in, in you know, when you're out in the field or, or in uh, in combat situations, everybody gets the same food. It gets these uh, military rations. And of what course, did you call them before? Oh, they're called uh, MREs, which stands for Meals Ready to Eat. Or, or yeah, the service members say meals are rejected by everyone. Because <laughs> um, uh, so 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 right at the beginning, it's a challenge that uh, you know keeping kosher. You again, by definition, have to be have to be different, and and it's a challenge. And um, what we tell our service members is that. Uh, if, if you're a little flexible, you know, if you can uh, be, be flexible up to the line, then we think that the military will be flexible also. So um, for our service members that are going through, especially through their basic training, through boot camp, um, you know, you'll, you'll always find fresh fruits and vegetables. You'll always find packaged cereal that is OU and, and milk. And um, uh, we've been very successful in getting boot camps to have paper plates and plastic uh, utensils and so on uh the, the there is an issue because obviously boot camp is very strenuous uh so you have to eat a lot of calories consume a lot of calories um like, like this cruise we like this a lot cruise, of calories right. because we walk a lot well we're eating a lot of calories i don't know how much i, don't know how I, many I walked course, a lot today did you okay <laughs> um and uh so there there it, it is hard to get uh, proteins uh and so on but again um Several years ago, uh, my organization, with the help of the American Jewish community, lobbied the American uh, military to create kosher MREs, kosher meals ready to eat. Whose certification is that under? So um, that's a great question. I I don't know now because it's it's, it's, it's changed. changed. Yeah. But it's uh, these days, elaborate meals are the ones that um, that produce them. And so um, our service members. Um, our Jewish service members who are keeping kosher, they're able to get um, one MRE um, a day. So, uh, so that's uh, one MRE is 2,000 calories. And uh, oh my God. That, that's right. Uh, um, we so, got the meal here. Right. Well, it, it, exactly. <laughs> so, so the, you know, they say that uh, Marines in combat, they really should be eating 6,000 calories a day. So that's three MREs. Um, but uh, so if they get one MRE, that's 2,000 calories, they'll get their protein. And the rest of the time, 
uh, we try to accommodate them. The Could you tell me more, like delve into the MRA? What's in the, oh, I'm, they're, a, they're, I'm a little fascinated they're, they're, as we are a food they, show. They, what they, is an they, MRE? They really are fascinating. So um, the MRE, they, they come in, it's a singular packet, right? Like a TV dinner? No, no, no. It's almost like a, like a vacuum, like a sealed bag. And, uh, and you open it up and there's the, like the main course. So that's like a TV dinner. Yeah. And then there's what we call the utility pack. So the utility pack has um, a, a peanuts package, peanuts or crackers or granola bar or, uh, um, or, or you know, something like that to complement the, the main course. So um, what's interesting- You make is, it stretch all day? No, no, no. So it, it, if you're out in the field, uh, you'll get three of those a day, right? So when it's time for the meal, you, you know, you pull out your MRE and, uh, and you're able to eat it. So you haven't asked, but I'll tell you, how do you- 6,000 a day? 6,000 calories, right? So it's three of, those, three of these a day. So the question is, how do you, how do you heat them up? Right. Well, how, do you course, heat them up? I, how do you heat I'm, them so, up? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so uh, they, there's a separate little bag that has a piece of cardboard in it. And the cardboard has been treated with a chemical. So you put your sealed MRE in the bag with the cardboard and you fill it up with water. And the water interacts with the cardboard and boils the water. So the MRE gets gets heated very quickly. Oh my God! When did quickly. this technology start? When did um, you... So that technology already is uh, from the 1980s. Uh, um, so since you're in the military. Since I've been in the military. So, but uh, MREs, the, the 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 parents of the MREs were the uh, K rations that they used in Vietnam and Korea. Before that was the C rations. They're, they came in little cans, and then you had to. Have a little tablet that you were able to light on fire, like a little alcohol tablet, and so it's been a very, very interesting um, uh, evolution of, of the MRE. So we're very proud of our MREs. Um, as a matter of fact, the the, the main course, the labayut meals, um, are, are so wonderful that we have problems a lot of times. Non-kosher, uh, I mean, not Jewish uh, service members uh, will will take the kosher MREs. Um, so interesting. I would it, love it to really see one. Is. Can you get one? I, I will make sure that. So uh, that I, you think, get one. I think the next time we do a show together, we'll be with your wife and we will open up an MRE. You know, I, so I have a challenge for you, actually, uh -oh. because one of the things that service members are famous for are um, creating gourmet things with MREs. They mix this with that. We could do a shop competition with I, an MRE. I, 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 think, I think that's what we'll Discussion. do. We'll, we'll, we we'll, spoke about that. Yes. Once. Okay. So oh. what we'll do is we'll we'll invite Rabbi Brand. Linda will be a judge. We'll invite Rabbi Brand from the Air Force. We'll invite uh, <laughs> we'll invite an, an, an Air Force <laughs> Rabbi and a Navy uh, Rabbi. See that? That in the background. That background was the making of announcements on the cruise. That they're coming around to put the Shabbos, getting the Shabbos locks ready. Everything is a, has its challenges on a cruise, um, and they have it on. They're so, on it. Going so back uh, so I think we should have competition. We'll, we'll get Rabbi Brand represent the Air Force. Yes. We'll, we'll get a Navy Rabbi and an Army Guys, Rabbi. And, and, and we'll have a table for two followers. We'll, come. we'll, we'll hand them each an MRE and we'll say, come up with something brilliant. Uh, that would be hilarious. It, I think, Linda, I think Linda has an idea. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sure. You're going to come and talk. Linda is going to come and talk. No, don't go anywhere. I'm not going to go anywhere. We've, that chair. We've got about one minute left. Yes. Um, 
Linda is coming on the show. She was shy before, but I now she's very shy. David asked me to okay. do this. Okay, we're just talking to a computer. That's okay. All I want to say is that this is my second river cruise. My husband, who hates to travel land-wise because he traveled for business all the time, agreed to do this, and he loves it. And now it's our new way to travel. And especially with Coastal River Cruise, it's the best. We're okay. very, very happy. This is the testimony. I did. I, she's a, a surprise jumping so, guest. Totally Linda's unrequested. Been, Linda came. <laughs> she become very close. She actually made the shit up between me and Coastal River Cruises, and she just jumped in to give literally a testimony that David. It's true. I love. I love the people on this cruise. David Lawrence is the best. David, we actually are hoping to do Prague together. David Krause. Yeah, come join us. We up. feel like it's a big family, and we really love it. And somebody who's traveled the world mostly for business now finally we can travel for leisure and this is the only way we're going to go okay amazing anything else you want to share okay she's done thank you i'm done so much for joining us. how do you hold this up uh, i don't know it's david's computer uh, okay all right we've got about a minute left a basically minute left. time to wrap so, so okay. this this is uh, I, i'm going to use uh, the last minute for a commercial okay you know they say that it, that it, that an army travels on its stomach so it's a river uh, cruise yeah right so in a river cruise you float on your stomach but um, it's been it's been wonderful to be here. But e even more important, not not only is the food great, but it's been wonderful to be able to hear the stories and tell the stories of Jewish service of service members that have fought in the battlefields that we're going to visit and proudly you know fought for our country and and made it possible for us to sit here today and you know and, and not have to eat MREs right um, Baruch Hashem. or or yes. rack up airline meals and, and, right. you know or meals and, that, that come absolutely. you go on a beautiful cruise you watch all the non-kosher people eat all their beautiful right. buffets and we and get we a have, we have we have the, uh, the 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 TV dinner right so dinner. now you go on a kosher river cruise there is a price difference for sure but everything here is all inclusive you don't have to pay for the tour the minute you go off the drinks are included there's no yeah. drink so, fee so as, like as a day as a Navy man, I gotta tell you, I've been enjoying that. Right. And we can have happy hour every we day. We can have happy hour right. every, every meal's got tons of liquor, um, coffee, five o'clock tea and cakes. Um, yes. um every excursion you don't pay for, you don't have to sign up for even, anything, even, it's all even, included. Even little things like before you go on an excursion, they give you a bottle of water and a little snack. Yeah, everything is sort of you got your baseball cap they give you, your little your string little bag, and off you go. Everything, even our own sidereen. Oh, oh yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Amazing. So so if I would have known this was around. I would have uh, maybe tried to convince the Navy to have one one kosher ship in the Navy. <laughs> That'd be great. And then uh, put all the Jews in that one kosher ship and then we're done. So I'm going to end the show because it's too hard and it'll be blue, not gray. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> well, if we're making an all-kosher battleship, that's, we're going to have a that's true. We can have a blue ship. But just think, we can just save ourselves all the, all the trouble. I think it's called Israel. Yeah, okay. I, I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for thank, joining me thank today. Thank you so, so much. Thank you to David Lawrence, David Krause, Linda, Rabbi Fisher. You, Rabbi Elson, for joining us here. Thank you all so yeah. much for joining us. I don't know how to say goodbye in French. What is it? Bonjour. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. From France. Uh, we have music sponsored by our friends up until Lich Benching. Thank you. Uh, thank you.
to our friends at Canon for sponsoring that music. I'm sorry I didn't say that in the right order. I know we're over time. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Uh, shalom. Shabbat shalom. We'll see you all uh, next season for a great uh, upcoming season 11. So this is the last show we're wrapping up for uh, season 10. Amazing. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat, Shabbat shalom. shalom.